Hey friend, all the things that we talk about every week start and end in the mind. So I thought it was only right to help you on your greatness journey by creating the Through My Eyes 28-Day Mind Shift Journal. This four-week prompted journal is divided into four sections about gratitude, about ability, about unlearning, and about manifestation. Each section has daily writing exercises and weekly tasks to help you solidify the mindset shift. And at the end of each week, you'll be creating personal affirmations that will be used at the end of day 28 to create a custom mind shift mantra. The Through My Eyes 28 Day Mind Shift Journal is available now on Amazon. There's also a link in the show notes to purchase your copy. Thank you so much for supporting, and now let's start the episode. Hey friend, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a space where I give you whole life perspective on business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. This is week two of our unlearning series. Before you're able to possess every single thing that's yours, there are some things that you need to shed. Some you were taught, some you developed out of necessity or survival, and some have always been lingering. But no matter how it came to be, you owe it to yourself to let go of it to make room for better. Of course, this series is not exhaustive. But I wanted to talk to you about a few unlearnings that have helped me in hopes that they will help you too. This week, I want to talk to you about unlearning ambition guilt. As someone who seemingly does a lot of things, and as a single woman, I have heard every single thing under the sun about why I need to slow down. Take it easy. Not do too much because my ambitions will be intimidating for people. Read people (laughs) as potential suitors, my husband, men, etc. And if I'm being completely honest with you, which I try my best to be, there have been times, even if for a nanosecond, where the narrative of doing too much has crossed my mind as a bad thing. But then... I cross out the narrative. (laughs) You all know by now that I am queen of the too much committee because I believe that anyone who tells you that you're too much, they're missing out on half the sentence because you're only too much for them. My motto is I'm only too much for you. I'm not too much for this earth. I'm not too much for my purpose. I'm just too much for you and that's okay. (laughs) So there is no such thing as over ambition or being overly ambitious in my opinion because peak ambition is not measurable by external factors you are the only one who knows your max capacity so you determine what your maximum is no one can look at you and tell you that you're over ambitious when they don't know how much is on the inside of you what your 
what your capacity is, right? So as soon as possible, friend, I want you to repel, repel the way we put off on when we're going into the forest, repel any negative discussion that comes up against your purpose for two reasons. One, you're going to have to account for yourself to yourself based on what you do with what you have. And you heard all of that. That was a lot of you, 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 you. If somebody tells you that you're doing too much and you slow down because of that, and now you are not satisfied with yourself because the pace that you're now operating in is not the pace that you're supposed to be at, you're going to have to account to yourself about that. They might look at you and say, "Mm, I feel more comfortable with their pace. But when you go to bed at night and they go to bed at night, who lives with the decisions that you make and the actions that you take or the inactions that you don't take, right? And two is that people often give advice give advice from their lived perspective or lived experience and their fears. Half of the time people are projecting. They're projecting based on what they think they can do, what they think they can't do, what they have been taught, what their fears are, and they put that on you as fact. And to them, granted it is fact, but to you, that's not the case. So you now owe it to yourself to not let somebody else's lived experiences and fears dictate the pace at which you're going to live a life that's yours and not their life, right? When somebody calls you over ambitious, what they're actually saying is that based on their perception of what they can or what they think can and should be done by a person like you, you're exceeding their expectation. And did you hear a lot of the keywords there, friend? What they think about their expectations of you. And at the end of the day, you do not owe your life. You do not owe what you do and what you don't do to anyone but yourself. Each of us are blessed and granted a life to live. And what a tragedy it would be to live your life in a way that is pleasing to somebody who is also living their life in a way that's pleasing to them. So what is that? That person's living two lives and you're not living any life. And I think that this often happens in parent and children dynamics where there's a guilt that comes along with our parents telling us that we should do something a certain way. And then when we don't do it, we might like literally here, or we might in an abstract way kind of understand that maybe maybe many of their life decisions were made or dictated to them by their parents. So they never even got the autonomy to live the life that they wanted. And that's unfortunate. And I pray liberation for anybody who is stuck under the confines of, or under the thumb of somebody who has dictated what they want for their life. And I hope that you're able to release yourself from that and learn to live the life that is true to you. But you owe that to yourself at the end of the day, right? It's a lot of external opinions on internal processes. People telling you that they think you should do this or based on how you are, they think you should slow it down is a lot of externals on some internals. You don't know what's on the inside of me, right? And the analogy that I came up with is that the contents that can rip a pocket would not be able to fill a backpack because they're built differently. 
you friend are built different and you can't let someone with pocket capacity tell you that you're doing too much. And before this sounds shady, because I always got to give a caveat, pocket capacity is not a bad thing. It's just different, right? I would always rather have my phone in my pocket than lost in the bottom of my backpack. But at the same time, I wouldn't keep a textbook in my pocket. So as you can see, they each have their capacity and their purpose, but they're different. So we are all built different and you have to learn, understand, and move in your capacity because that's your capacity, right? If you are pocket capacity, move in that. You can't let a backpack tell you that you need to put a, a textbook in a pocket. It doesn't make any sense, right? Like just to flip it on the other side, right? Release yourself of the burden of anyone who tells you that yours is too heavy for you. Nobody knows the weight that you can carry. And one thing I will say is that you are absolutely equipped for your gifts. You are equipped for your gifts. You have the tools necessary. You have the access necessary. You have the ability because if you didn't, they wouldn't have been gifted to you. So instead of looking outward and comparing to what other people are saying you can't do or listening to these naysayers who have been hurt or who have seen the world from their lens only and are not open to the possibility that their lens is not your prescription, you need to move in yourself. You're equipped for your gifts. You're equipped for your gifts. You're equipped for your gifts. Keep saying that to yourself until it resonates. And anybody who tells you that you're doing too much for the man who's meant to be with you, for your potential suitor, you're not. <laughs> and the way that I've unlearned this is by trusting in my maker. If God has put talents in me, I owe it to myself as gratitude to God to see those things through to the end. So that's a good thing, right? God has put this in me because I have work to do on the earth and he has entrusted me with these gifts and this capacity for those purposes. But at the same time, my good, good father also knows the desires of my heart. And I would never, you would never have to trade off one good thing for another good thing. That's witchcraft, friends. And what does it say in the Bible? No good thing will he withhold right? So the man who will look at you and be terrified of everything you have to offer and would want you to shrink down to make room for his ego in your greatness is not the man for you. And the more of your greatness that you do, the more you step into who you truly are, embody that fully, the more it will repel everybody who's not for you. The more it will make room for the people who are for you because the ones who run are not worth being chased, friend. So you're never too much if measured on a worthy scale, but understand the weight of a giant because that's what you are. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.